0: All right, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Four Guys in a Comic. This is Tap, and with me, as always, we have Nova, Lou, Red Skull, Hill Hydra, and Rusty the Guardian. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> How is everyone this week? Fabulous. Doing, doing great. Beautiful day. Actually, God. Yeah. Awesome. It's glad to hear that. It's been a pretty good week. It's been a great week for comics and comic news as well oh yeah there's oh, been a lot yeah. of uh there's been a lot of announcements actually across the board for for most publishers marvel mm-hmm. dc definitely images has some some announcements mm-hmm. as well yep. there's been quite a few announcements going on have you guys seen the lenticular covers for the new dc the 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 button that they're doing have you guys seen those yet Mm -hmm. yeah i know what you're talking about i saw it actually on uh facebook yes jim lee Lee, yeah jim lee dropped a little like sneak preview video um and the first one was pretty sweet but then they released a second one that is like 10 times better it is beyond epic Mm -hmm. did they mention how much they're gonna be going for same price a little bit more i don't know i didn't Mm -hmm. see a price come to think of it nova did Mm -hmm. you
1: no, um, I don't know if I hope it's I'm still two ninety
0: nine. Yeah, i hope they're the same price. Yeah, but uh, we've discussed this in the past. Lenticular covers is definitely a gimmick. Oh, of like, yeah, of we, course. We've, we've discussed this in the past, oh, yeah. but come on, those lenticular covers though are yeah. so well done. It's
1: the best they've ever been done. Yeah,
0: hands nice down. <laughs> yes. Yeah and for those of you listening this is kind of old by the time you guys hear this this will be older news but if you have not seen these covers yet go look at them now it is it is amazing
1: yeah it also leads into um, I guess something we've all been looking forward to I'm surprised Rusty I think has been looking forward to it the most the whole how how do the Watchmen fit in like what's happened to the Watchmen since uh, that Rebirth special
2: yeah. Mm, yeah. The button on the wall. It was like, okay, what what's going on with this thing? It's, it's like what made Thorin worthy to hold the hammer? Was what's gonna going on? Come on. The same thing, man. That's what I've been comparing <laughs> it to over the
3: past few months. Just like, tell me yeah. how this fits in already.
1: Yeah. But that's the uh, thing. So-
3: no, I was going to say, that's the thing, though. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Never mind. Go ahead. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Did I steal your thunder?
4: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's okay. No,
0: I was just going to say. So there's the Batman button cover, right? Yeah. Which is like Batman holding up the button, the smiley face button, and then it turns into the flash. Now there's also the flash cover as well, um, Jason Fabic, and it's reverse flash, um, and then it's like disintegrating reverse flash. Like he's like <clears> blowing <throat> up into a thousand pieces. And, um, it's crazy. And then that brings up the whole fact that like Nova was saying about, you know, what, what's going on with, with DC and we, we're going to find out with rebirth and watchmen and stuff. And luckily DC is not making us wait 10 years. Like Marvel is with what was said to Thor. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. DC is kicking this one off within, well, I guess it'll be a year. Yeah. It'll be a year from yeah. when it originally dropped. They're only making us wait a full year. Well, that's
3: the thing. Uh, the Thor thing, as crazy as it is, what? When was Original Sin? Was that 2014? Uh,
1: yeah, that yeah. Right. yeah. I think so. Okay, yeah. so it's been a while. Never mind. In there. It's been
3: a long time. Mm-hmm. What are you yeah, doing, no. Marvel? You are. <laughs> they must be doing something right, though, to have this much anticipation still for something that happened so long ago.
0: Yeah, right. Really. Well, that's because they have Jason Aaron writing Unworthy Thor. And, wow, is that one good.
2: Now that DC brought out those uh, lenticular covers, now we'll see Marvel bring out some uh, 3D holographic covers. I know, right? I was (laughs) just
3: thinking, we're getting 90s everything else. I mean, what, Scarlet Spider's going to have his own uh, holographic cover again? is with, he really no i'm just no hyper- no short. oh I'm, i, I I'm like how you were like
4: you were like okay
2: brain. i can believe that <laughs> really <happening. laughs> it is believable yeah. though you know and yeah. in those issues you throw in some cello packs with some trading cards into it right? yeah <laughs> you love well,
0: the 90s all over again <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> well um valiant's doing this like brushed metal cover for the yes, reboot. that's cool it's mm. got it's it's that's going to be interesting i don't know if that's ever been done before like uh the weird it's like i don't even know how that's gonna be it's gonna be so awkward you can't even bend the the cover
2: oh no i want to say image did that in the early 90s to death blow death blow it's, yeah if i remember correctly it was the yeah they did one it was like a metallic
3: things. okay i know which one you're talking about actually yeah. i there is one i think i don't know if i own it or not but i'm pr- i've seen it at least i know what you're talking about it's like a gray yeah
2: the one I'm thinking is black and red.
3: Mm. I don't know then. Mm. The one yeah. I'm talking about is like gray. But like I say, 90s stuff is coming back.
0: Woo. <laughs> yeah, well, everything comes back. I mean, well, yeah, fashion comes back. With- back. Ginko, speaking of fashion, Jinko jeans are coming back. For those of you guys, well, red was well, it was probably past red. He was out of high school by the time. Cause I was in high school when Jinko jeans remember. was like the big thing. Uh, Rusty would have been like in kindergarten. So <laughs> well, I had a
3: pair uh, of uh, Jinko shorts in 1998, 1999, something like that. Yep, that's
0: that's when it would have been would have uh, been
2: big. In fifth
3: grade, I think, or fourth grade.
2: See, when you were wearing, wearing those, I was wearing uh,
0: navy issued uh, bell bottoms. Yeah. See, but it, all, all they're still bell bottoms. Jinkos, <laughs> yeah. navy—they're all bell bottoms. They're all becoming yep. they, back ridiculous. Everything's making its way back. Well,
3: I mean, speaking of things coming back, we have Ooh. Okay. Okay. Y'all know Chip Zdarsky is going to be doing that new Spider-Man, Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man. And so like we were saying, yes, it's sir. all something that's just coming back around. I mean, Red, you used to read those when uh, you were younger, right? I still. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: younger. Younger. <laughs> yeah. you were buying them off the, the shelves show. at that time, right? Yeah, off the off of the spin racks in 7-Eleven. <laughs> yep well you know what that's the thing though like i think that chip sudarski is probably going to do a good like he's probably going to do a good job and bring some humor back to it and they said that he wants it to be like a side story to keep things interesting aside from the main thing that's going on in the main titles um i don't know though i mean it's weird how we're getting that like you said the scarlet spider's coming back and then we're getting all this x-men stuff like x-men prime and everything else there's blue and gold teams And then we're also getting now spectacular uh, Spider-Man. So it's just like, okay, great.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: But I love the pictures that put um, those out there with him in a a Spider-Man cosplay costume. Have you seen that one? I've seen those. Yes. (laughs) It looks pretty (laughs) good. That was just awesome. It does. It really does.
3: So what do you think, Red, that they could uh, bring back in that series that uh, you don't normally see nowadays with Spider-Man? Oh.
2: What we don't see anymore? Yeah. Um, what is,
3: what's some hopeful wishes? Especially since it's oh. Chip Zdarsky.
4: Uh
2: Probably a little bit more of uh, um relationship stuff, maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we'll leave that, we'll put that out there mildly, Jeez. but I'm mean, actually no humor. That is the main thing. Some of the old Spider-Man, Peter Parker humor.
3: That is what I'm hoping to see out of it to tell you the truth. Very cool. So, tap in a uh, Nova.
0: Are y'all interested in reading it at all? Okay. Let's check it out. Yeah. Uh, I love Spider-Man. He's he's a classic character. He's one of my all-time faves. Um, but I don't know. I'm 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 hope How, how do I want to word this? I'm Optim- Oops, optimistic. optimistic i'm optimistic <laughs> slash skeptical skeptically optimistic is that mm-hmm. is that how i want to mm-hmm. word that sure, sure um i don't know i'm not like when we had chip on the show i actually loved the guy he was really funny to talk to and i like a lot of his tweets and stuff but when it comes to i haven't re- and i haven't read everything he's done either so i i can't judge him because i haven't read everything that he's done uh but from what i have read I'm not really a big fan, so I'm a little I'm a little nervous. And like I said, you know, his, a lot of his stuff is very adult, whereas Spider-Man it's kind of an all ages sort of character. So I mean, we'll see how it goes. I hear you saying. But everybody keeps telling me he's really good on Star Lord, which I haven't read, so I don't know.
2: But that's why I hear what you're saying. But also, Marvel will still pull back the reins on some of the the stuff that he typically <clears throat> usually does. I think. Yeah. So, I think so. it's gonna be interesting. It will be interesting.
1: Then, but then why put him on the title if you're not going to just let him? Well, you because know, the they got to
3: be thinking that he has something like serious like in mind because if you think mm-hmm. about it, who's the artist? It's Adam Kubert. So yeah. it's like really, you're going to put Zadarsky with someone who is like classic Marvel, you know? So they're expecting yeah. something big out of it. Yeah. And so. whose name
2: is going to go first in the print? That's what I want to know. It. <laughs>
3: Zdarsky seems to be the one to get all the uh, media attention so far about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That is true. Yep.
3: I mean, uh, what? I don't know what else Adam Hubert's working on. So, <laughs> hmm. I don't.
2: Th- yeah, I don't
1: know what else he's know. working on currently. I don't know the last thing he did. Um, speaking of Marvel stuff and people getting media attention, Nick Spencer. He's got uh, Secret Empire coming up soon. Oh yeah. May twenty seventeen. Gonna have our Captain America Red Skull collision happen, as it were. Rusty's wondering if this is if it has anything to do with the Professor Xavier's brain, but I'm sure that's already been forgotten in the minds of Marvel.
4: No no, no <laughs> sorry, no, no.
1: Rusty. The whole
3: purpose of Uncanny Avengers still right now is getting that dang brain back. And that's one of the tie in right. issues to it. Um and Cap was on that team with them, so it's like, yeah, if you've been wondering where Cap was in the Avengers and stuff, he's been hanging out with the uncanny Avengers, winner, which have technically just been the X-Men. So he's like, let me avoid all my old friends and just hang out with these mutants that uh, no one cares about right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we were talking about um, Chip a few minutes ago. That kind of reminded me of uh, 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 Stefan Cedric. Uh Are you guys familiar with Sunstone? It's a web-based comic yeah. that he's been doing online.
1: Sunstone is that the sort of lesbian? Yes, relationship. It is a
2: yeah. erotic romantic comedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, mixed with S and M.
1: It's got really good artwork. Yes, it does. Oh I my god. the it, artwork I not is read it, ama-
2: It's it's heavy on words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of reading, and it's mm-hmm. I want to say it's like forty some pages.
3: It's done with it's, his wife, right, Linda? Uh,
2: if I remember correctly, yes. Um,
1: well, there's like the, five volumes now on Amazon that I'm looking. Mm, That's wild. Yeah, there's a lot. Well,
2: prepare, prepare for this, and and especially for you, Nova. Um, he is coming out with his first hardcover. Oh, I know. Um, collection of all of that through Image Comics in uh, next month in March. Yeah.
1: I've known I've known for a while. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No, no I didn't know if you knew or not. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, I didn't know. But for it, sure. and
2: for those that don't want the hardcover, there's also going to be a, a three-volume um, paperback set as well. Ooh. That's cool. It should be interesting. Um, cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So those of you that like erotic <laughs>
0: com- yeah.
3: comics, there you go. I was gonna say, um,
0: <laughs> y'all heard about Starlin, right? Oh, but of course, sir. We're friends with you. How could we I not know, have heard right? about Starlight? <laughs> he's going to come back to Marvel now,
3: and he's doing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's bringing Pip the Troll back, and Yay! it should be pretty dang cool. I mean, what, what it do you sounds, mean
1: coming back? Did he
3: leave? I guess. Well, you know, everyone was wondering <laughs> if he was going to retire or not, and I oh, guess... Yeah, after the after trilogy, the
1: Infinity stuff. Yeah, yeah.
3: But you know what's even weirder about the whole thing is he's coming back and doing this Guardians thing, and they said they want him to make it somewhat relatable to the movie. While I guess it's their way of like, can we get the Jim Starlin seal of approval, please, for you know Guardians of the Galaxy and what we're doing with Thanos and the movies and stuff. That's how I feel it is. But on top of it all, he posted a thing on Facebook, like a status on his personal Facebook the other day saying that he was on vacation, but he was working on a new Marvel graphic novel. Ooh. But I've heard zero things about it and it was just an array and no one covered it or anything, but it was like really nonchalant saying that like, Oh, I'm work. I've been really busy, you know, and vacationing, but I'm still thinking about work and working on my Marvel graphic novel right now. And supposedly it's another Thanos one, which I'm just like,
1: of course.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to actually think about it. Or, you know, maybe it has something to do with um, uh, Generations or something. I mean, they are bringing back Captain Marvel, and uh, I, I, we'll see what happens, I guess. I mean, he killed Captain Marvel. Maybe he's the person to bring
0: him back for Generations. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get lucky and we can ask him ourselves. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh <wow>. guys <laughs> oh. Oh, that just reminded me you know we we're talking about covers earlier uh image um you guys have been seeing some of the women's history uh um image covers that they have coming out i yes. have not seen wait women's other, hi- women's I history month s- huh. um yes so for march they have all of these covers um that are coming out to celebrate women's history month and all of the proceeds all of it is going to go to benefit the planned parenthood Cool. Um, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yes, that's nice. it is cool. I got a small list here because I didn't <laughs> want to forget any didn't want to forget anything. Um but Rat Queens number one, uh Royal City number one, the Wicked Divine number twenty seven, Motor Crush number four, East of West thirty two, Low sixteen, Moonshine six, She Wolf seven, Magdalena one, Monstrous Eleven, and Old Guard number two. Wow.
3: That's dope.
2: Hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. And speaking of Old Guard, are any of you guys familiar with Old Guard? Have yes, you guys heard the, anything uh, about it? Okay, the new you have. Greg
1: Rucka title. I haven't, read any, uh, I haven't read any of it. I guess the first issue comes out it, in February?
2: It, it comes out next week
1: Ooh, on February okay. 22nd. That
0: should be good.
2: So, uh, uh, Tap and uh, Rusty, are you guys familiar? Have you heard anything about Old Guard
0: yet? No. I've heard of it, but I don't know okay. like, what Greg it is. Greg Rucka.
2: All right. Yeah. We're talking the guy that does Lazarus Black Magic with him. Oh, yeah. Rucka's yes. the
0: man. I love that. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, he's doing Wonder Woman too, is he not? If I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, he's doing Wonder, yeah. Wonder Woman as well. But uh, basically, Old Guard is a story of uh, soldiers that cannot die, and they're immortal, and they're kind of like trapped in immortality. Well, that sounds like my kind of book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah I saw the cover for you know next week's uh, drop, and I was like, wow, okay, yeah, I th- this is one that looks like it's going to be good. So issue one next week, boom, going to get that. There's two other right. ish, uh, number ones that come out next week. Um, one of them actually <laughs> looked kind of cool. It's a uh, it's a one shot, uh, Belfry, and the cover of it kind of looks like Batman on a skull in the river, uh, in a river. It was a pretty cool-looking cover. Um, didn't really see any information about it, but just off the cover, it's like, ooh, that could be kind of interesting.
0: And that's an image title you said? Yes, that's yes.
2: And then, and then another image, number one, that comes out next week is uh, Sun Bakery. Um, still, I don't have too much information on that, but the cover reminds me of a, uh, was that, um, Brian K. Vaughn, um, Paper Girls. It kind of reminds me of a Paper Girls-ish type of art style Mm mm-hmm so i'm I'm, I'm looking forward to those
1: yeah i remember i remember seeing the old guard stuff a few months ago i don't remember when it was but in the uh there was a preview in image plus yeah always the best way to find out about upcoming stuff from image for sure Mm -hmm. nice three page they have interviews as well it's great um speaking of you mentioned those those variant covers there's also going to be those um racer in in our chat room has always been posting those uh sort of throwback covers I want mm-hmm. where certain titles yeah some yes. of them look really really good
2: yeah. i mean Image is going all out for their 25th anniversary not only that yeah. but uh, how they're randomly selecting issues to be 25 cents in honor of the 25th year that is just awesome really is-
0: cool. <laughs> yeah especially they even did that was invincible i mean that's one of their largest mm-hmm. titles is it in- that invincible random did young <laughs> cover right yeah is it that there random? A, no, it wasn't but. Invincible.
3: Was it in, or Walking Dead did uh, Wildcats and I thought Invincible yeah, did Bloods.
2: I'm gonna double check
1: that, but I don't know what you which one, I remember I the think, Youngbloods cover, I can't remember who it was. I think Deadly Class did like Cyber Force, yeah, if I remember I correctly. So. Yep. Uh,
3: no, it was Deadly Class that did uh Young Bloods. I'm pretty sure on that, that one. one. I'm pretty I'm pretty positive on that one. Cause I remember one of my buddies really likes deadly class and yeah, Mm -hmm. I forgot Uh, what invincible was though.
1: Um, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Is it Cyber? It's, uh, it's Cyber Force. Which one it's is the Youngbloods, force. then? Is it Invincible?
3: <laughs>
1: What's with you and the Youngbloods? Who cares? It's Youngbloods. I don't know. It's, it's young like Bloods. the one. <laughs> <it looks after. laughs> that one and the Wildcats one. Both of them were dope oh. to me. Oh, man. man. I think Monsters did like Savage Dragon or something. They're mm. really cool, though. Um, mm-hmm. Here, let me see. All right. In honor of Youngbloods' 25th anniversary. Let's see, Rusty. Let's see what title you're going to be picking up, I guess. <laughs> Just for the cover. <laughs> just for a young blood. Do you it'd probably be easier just to pick up the actual Youngbloods already own
2: it one. <laughs> Oh, you do I didn't know that I didn't know yeah, that I, I got it too woohoo
3: it's like a 50 cent virtual issue. high five <laughs> I found that literally found it for 50 cent so I was like alright yeah. whatever hey you gotta um, hey, that was half the price I paid yeah
1: <laughs> it looks like east of west did Young Blood. oh Invincible was Youngblood Blood. Hey, is that what yeah. you said Rusty yeah hey, that's what wow, I said rusty. yeah yeah
4: Ooh, two points anyway. for Rusty
0: he does know what he's talking about. Oh, right yes, up. he does. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> and an uninvincible question at that. Yeah, I, know, I know, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the Curse other cool Word.
2: thing with uh, yeah. Invincible too is if you guys been reading God Country?
1: No, I have not. No, um, I've heard of it though.
2: Yeah, issue one um, just this week was announced by Image that's going back for third printing, and Ooh. issue two is going um, out for second printing
0: really jesus
2: yes but i'm gonna know i'm gonna talk about god country later on the podcast so i don't want to get too much into it now, all right i'm throwing that out there <laughs> third printing on a number one that says something
0: all right folks coming up next stay tuned for live or die in the news about four guys t-shirts and hoodies hey do you
3: like comics of course you do that's why you're listening to the four guys but do you like movies inspired by the comics i bet you do check this out We've got a new cross promo going on with four found movie reviews, so give it a listen. We're going to talk about Howard the Duck and the Captain America movie, both wonderful choices. Hey, Rusty.
2: This is Red. How you doing? What are you wearing tonight? Don't ask me that. Come on, buddy. What are you wearing? What you got on? Some
3: clothes. A shirt. Yeah.
2: What is it? What are you wearing? What kind of shirt are you wearing?
3: It's four guys on a comic shirt. Ooh, I got one of them, too. What color do you got? Yellow.
4: Ooh, I like yellow.
3: Okay. Okay, oh hold on. <laughs> hold on.
4: What, Taking man? this
2: too far. What? I'm wearing my. I'm wearing my red. You're what red. Do you do? I'm wearing my
3: red. Four guys in a comic shirt. I didn't even though they made a red
2: one. Oh yeah, you can get any color you want. You can order your Four Guys in a Comic shirt in any color, any size, men's, women's. And they're pretty cheap. How much did you get yours for?
3: I mine for like 20
2: 20 Ooh, that's what I got mine for. So for all you listeners out there, if you want to look cool like us and sexy, get your four guys in a comic t-shirt for 20
1: bucks. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, folks. It's that magical moment of the podcast where we talk to someone that um, is obviously much cooler than us. And uh, this week, we don't have an artist or a writer, but we have someone who deals with A very special digital medium that I think we all use on our mobile uh, devices, and we have with us Matt Kalowski from Comicsology. Hey, Um, hey, Matt! Thanks for having me. Welcome, my pleasure.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, thank you for doing this. This is awesome. Super stoked, stoked. honestly. Love podcasts. (laughs) Who doesn't love a good podcast? Come on, it's great.
1: Just sort of sitting and talking. That's <laughs> uh, my yeah, spending it's my time favorite like, <laughs> pastime. <laughs> Especially <The switch laughs> is talking about things you like. Uh, Comics. That's right. Comics. Yeah, that's
5: Although, great. Exactly. Well, to be to be fair, to be fair, my favorite pastime for like the past couple months has been watching the X Files on Netflix. I'm not sure if you guys ever watched it. I'm on season eight, which is the one where the T T1000 made it oh, on the show.
2: Yes remember I watch, so remember right watching now. when it came out and each week it's like <laughs> oh, I can't wait for next week to, next week oh
0: my gosh <laughs> when's that new episode yeah. coming out
5: it's brutal yeah. honestly
0: <laughs> yeah, I never That's not I've tried getting into X files I just don't have the time like I, I feel like it's a show that I have to sit and binge or else I'm gonna like lose part of it and my TV schedule is so hectic I just don't have a chance to sit and binge so I haven't gotten a chance to really dive into mm-hmm. it I want to, though. Yeah, I'm sure you'll make that's time one... for
2: Stranger Things Season 2 when that starts.
0: Oh, hell yeah, I will. Well, that's only eight episodes compared to a hundred and something episodes of X-Files, though. Eight episodes compared to a hundred yeah. is a, you know, that's a big jump. It really is, yeah. Yeah. That's... See, that's the thing. I was
3: going to say, with X-Files, though, I can't get over it. Whenever I was little, I remember flipping through channels, being in like probably like fourth or fifth. Probably fourth grade or whatever and then in the middle of the night stopping on x-files and just hearing the music and being creeped out all night long because of the damn music it's, it's, it,
5: i mean there's a lot of great stuff like uh, the first like season six is like um like literally amazing there's like four episodes in a row where like brian cranston's in an episode uh, and they're they're really amazing and then you know it goes downhill from there yeah, they stretch yeah. that thing out as
2: much as they possibly could
5: yeah.
1: At least you're sticking with it. <laughs> I ha- I have to this I've <laughs> devoted countless hours into that so I'd be an idiot to stop. <laughs> yeah. Um so aside from my very brief and uh non-informative intro uh to to your name basically. Um For people that are listening, um, where may they recognize you from?
5: Uh, I work for Comixology, where uh, we're an Amazon subsidiary. Uh, We sell digital comic books. So at some point, you've probably heard of Comixology or seen it. Maybe at comic conventions, we're usually there. Um, And then I also do, I co-produce the company Podcast, where we do a weekly show where we try to pitch each other, uh, myself and Lou, on the podcast, what we read, as if kind of we've never heard of that book. And then uh, so we try to share with our community um, as much as we can. And then we also do creator interviews or people that are just kind of involved in comic books. We've interviewed journalists to kind of get a different perspective on reading um, because we have kind of like a very diverse community. It's not it's people that buy print. They also buy digital It's people that maybe have never gone in a comic store before. Or maybe they have, and they didn't have a great experience, and they kind of said to hell with us. Or they just can't afford
2: that book. <laughs> <laughs> that
5: that could be true. Uh, that could be true as well. And well, plus we launched something called Comixology Unlimited, which, uh, like, the main thing with Comicsology is we want to make. Uh, I think it's even in our mission statement. We want to make everyone on the planet a comic book fan. And it's hard. It's like really hard to get into comic books unless you're like a kid in like the '90s, pretty much. So we started something called Comicsology Unlimited, which is five ninety nine a month. First month is free, and we have, like, thousands of books in there that you can try. So, like, we're trying to, like, lower the barrier to entry to comics as much as possible. And um, so that's probably where people have heard from me.
1: It's, uh, yeah, Comixology Unlimited is pretty genius because they'll suck you in with that first volume. And your your hands are sort of tied because you need to find out what happens yes. next. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We've heard
5: that before, positively <laughs> and negatively. I mean, like, yes. we pl- I think we put up, like, the first couple of trades of Invincible, mm-hmm. like, when we first launched it. And then yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think more, like, recently, Image was like, okay, put, put, like, the next one in or the one after that. Um, but, yeah, I think... It was I think people maybe some people were like super stoked to get like the first two trades of a title and then some people were like, Why the F aren't you adding everything? Just give it all to me. Um, but I but I think it's good because people maybe seek out the trade in the in the print shop after that, or they buy it on Amazon or they buy it on Comixology. You know, it's great either way, honestly.
0: So, do yeah. the companies decide what you guys put on unlimited, or is that up to you guys? How does that work exactly? Because you, like you just said, image was like, hey, try throwing you know, the next well, one. Well, we
5: have like a team at Comixology that works really hard to merchandise and come up with like sale ideas with publishers. So it's a it's a two way street. We work with the publishers to right. determine, you know, what might work really well or what might really help your company out by putting X, Y, and Z in Comixology Unlimited and. You know, I think at launch, publishers were like maybe maybe apprehensive, and they 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 saw that people really dug it. So it's really ultimately it's up to them; it's their book. Um, but you can see like yep. more publishers are adding more books to it, so it's really cool to see. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Speaking of okay. adding books, um, yeah. with new
5: pu- pu- um, publishers,
2: some independents, mm-hmm. you know, if they have a book that they want to get uh, put into comicology, what exactly is that process uh, for that? You know, Let's say if I came off the book today and said, like, oh, I want to get this put into comicology, how would I go about yeah. that? Uh,
5: we have something called Comixology Submit, where if you make your own book, you can go to submit.comixology.com and follow like the steps to upload it for sale on Comixology. So, You know, we don't have pretty much a ton of restrictions on what we sell in Comixology. If we think someone, you know, is going to be excited and buy that book, we'll we'll more than likely put it up for sale. Um, But we have a bunch of stuff. I think um, her name escapes me. I'm trying to think of who did uh, uh, Wolves and uh, Demeter. Oh, Becky Cloonan. Becky Mm -hmm. Cloonan did uh, some, like, short story, Mm -hmm. like, digest size print books Mm -hmm. that I think she only really, like, sold at Mm Comic-Cons, and eventually she put it up on Submit, and those were super successful. They were, like, 99 cents. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really easy to do, and it's cool to see, like, publishers have this kind of, like, lesser known, or creators, rather, have this Mm -hmm. lesser-known stuff that they make Mm -hmm. that maybe, like, they only ever sold at Cons, Mm -hmm. and they can just put it up on Submit and just have, like, a whole you know, the regular audience that maybe buys their like super popular stuff, just buy it for like, you know, next to nothing. That's cool. How long does that process normally take? Uh, that's a good question. I think we're, I think maybe like five to eight weeks currently, I think from like submission to acceptance. Mm -hmm. And then there's probably another eight weeks to the point where that gets put on for sale on our site. So we do have like a ton of submissions, we have like a, a team that goes through each one to determine you know do you have the right metadata that you sent us um do you have like creator names you know are there any misspellings like we will look for misspellings yeah. in the book we're like maybe you need to redo the lettering here a little bit um just to try to help right. as much as we can you know because if it might be their first book we want to help them up you know help them sell their book too
2: yeah so um with that so when it- When it goes through the process, how does that work and how long does that take really for a person to sit there, take a panel, get them cut out of the pages basically so you can flip through it and have things move around the way it does in comicology? So I was
5: kind of curious about Uh, that process. Yeah, we have um, Lou on the company podcast actually does the guided view process Mm -hmm. too. We have a bunch of talented people that do the guided view for our books. You know, a lot of them are artists themselves a lot of them have gone to film school so we have people that have the kind of eye that creative eye that'll help do the guided view on those books um it doesn't take you know super long it's it's kind of like you're reading the book you know when 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 they're doing the guided view so they're they try to adhere to the vision of the book itself when they put that on the panels because you know they want the reader to have the best experience while reading that book so they're reading it they're understanding kind of how this should go and what would really provide a really cool reading experience on a phone or, you know, my wife reads in guided view on her tablet. So it doesn't really have to be a phone that people read it in. Um, but it's not that long, but a lot of work does go into it and people do care about
1: the guided view that they put on those books. Are you, are you a big call? Com- Comixology user? I mean, I guess you are since I, uh, I,
5: I am. Yeah, I do pretty much know. 99% of my reading on Comicsology, And I was, uh. I was before too. And, I was like a big print buyer when I was growing up and then like I saw this app on my phone that was like I I think that's how I started reading The Walking Dead in like 2011 or whatever on my phone like laying in bed and I was like oh my god this is amazing I don't even have to go anywhere to buy this and then <laughs> it is it is and then I started to like because I was like I'm I was like an early adopter like I bought um HD DVDs do you remember those yes oh yes so yes. like versus yeah, the so I was ring. like oh my god yeah. HD DVDs this is great <laughs> why am I buying DVDs this is DVDs are junk so then like I eventually got out of that because I picked the wrong horse yeah but so when <laughs> Comicsology came out I was like this is so cool I'm a comic reader this is the future like man it'd be great if there was like a tablet that you could buy comics on because then I'd be sold and then eventually they did and I was like oh my god I need to work I want to work at Comicsology. and I ended up like bugging the CEO Still, CEO David Steinberger at like comic conventions, and I was like, "Get me a job. I'll do whatever." And eventually, he did hire me, and I started the uh, customer service department. That's actually my real job. I do the customer service for Comicsology.
1: Okay, so, so as oh, go ahead. J- just really quickly, as a customer, I'd like to um, put in a request for more uh, Valiant comic sales. <laughs> um, if that more would be
5: Sergeant possible, <laughs> I, ca- I can I pa- can I can definitely pass along yeah, that feedback. No. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Valiant comic sales would be nice. I recently just started getting into Valiant. And uh, They're great. now I'm like, oh, man, somebody said the last sale was like in December. And I was like, no, I just started reading Valiant. I need it to be now. <laughs> they do a lot of, they do However, a lot of great However, I will stuff. say, I absolutely yeah, love, 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 love your guys' IDW Hasbro sale right now. Yeah, that's good, too. Um, yeah, we've yeah got quite a bit off that. <laughs> so, you know, with Val- with uh,
5: Valiant, their their stuff is like... I don't know what how to say that doesn't sound negative but like deceptively good like exo manoir is amazing and divinity (laughs) yes when that first came out with uh was it trevor Harsine on art that book was so good like i was able to like pitch that to people that have never read valiant and they were able to dig it like they've gotten a lot of new readers in the in the office too of people that started with divinity and like are totally sold Mm.
3: oh my gosh i can't yeah, a few weeks back, uh, I was gonna say a few weeks back, um, we did a Valiant podcast, and uh, Nova convinced all of us to read Exo uh, War and we all had
0: unanimous decision that it was so good. good stuff. So that was good. amazing. So. And then I bought the, I got the yeah. humble bundle, and now I'm hooked on ninjack and uh, of course I go to Comicsology Unlimited, and there's only the first volume, and I was like, I already have the first volume, <laughs> like, I need, hey, man. I need the additional.
1: You you can read like the first 25 issues of the 90s rye and it's great. <laughs> Highly recommend that. They had a lot of a, they had a Another
5: lot of A-list talent on those like old Valiant books too like yeah, Barry yeah. Windsor Smith <laughs> I think was on a f- Joe, Oh, oh my god, was yeah. on there. Yeah, it's crazy. So amazing.
1: Another pro tip, um, Scene of the Crime by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips is on there. That's a one-shot <laughs> deal. Uh, so you get your more than your $6 worth on yeah, that book. Absolutely.
2: I have to chuckle here because you mentioned before that you would do customer uh, uh, support for comicology, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, I think I talked to a Matt before. So I went to my Yahoo, I looked into my comicology folder. I got emails from a Matt, which obviously must be you, going back to 2015. I was like, well, wait a minute here.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, when I first started in 2011... the one thing that really appealed to me for the company was I was emailing in, like, rec- bug requests or bug reports and, like, feature requests. Mm-hmm. And uh, David, the CEO, and John Roberts, then CTO, were the ones replying to customer service emails. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how early it was in the company that those two were, like, in charge of customer support. <laughs> and uh, they eventually just couldn't handle it anymore. So that's when I started, and I was, like, the only person doing it at that time. Um, but I that, that kind of connection with the company was started because, wow. like... You know, when you have the CEO replying to like feature requests, yeah. it's, it's a really cool and unique thing.
2: Because yeah, I saved all my emails, I see all of them are either from you or Andrew.
5: <laughs> yeah, Andrew, Andrew's yeah. We've had a we've had a tight team for yeah. several years. Wow. Andrew's still there. Um, we've had we have a small team, uh, but it, it, you know the team's been together for a long time. They're all huge comic fans. They're they're the same kind of people. They started using comicology, and they're like, you know, what a dream job. Do you know what I usually do, but for a comic comic. Company, mm-hmm.
2: do you, do you at least get all the comics for free?
5: I can't answer. I can't answer. <laughs> 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 now, you know, it's funny. Most people probably assume that you know we just read for free, but a lot of people still go to Midtown Comics, which is right down the street. We all go there every Wednesday. We try to pick up what variants we like, um and I I have a hardcover collection. I've kind of switched to hardcovers, like. Nice. Oh, um, I saw. I can't. Maybe it was Tap who did the YouTube video with, of your hardcover collection on YouTube.
0: Is that what yeah, I Me and Nova both <laughs> okay. did one. Yeah, me and Nova both did one. Um, His is far larger yeah. than mine. Yeah, Nova's yeah. 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 Mine's really views. small too. <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, mo- yeah, most of the stuff I really love, I'll buy and <laughs> trade, which is true for I think a lot of comicsology customers. Um, like the <laughs> Saga, The Swamp Thing, um, Fear Agent hardcovers, anything Rick Remender, pretty much. Yep. Actually, I looked up yeah. uh, Saga the Swamp Thing. This is a tangent, but I tried to find hardcovers of Saga the Swamp Thing, and I don't know if they make them. But at one time, they made like library school editions. I'm not sure how hard hardcore you guys into <laughs> hardcovers, so but risky. I saw a photo of it online, it's like this weird looking school edition of Saga the Swamp <laughs> Thing, and I, it's it's like hard to track down.
1: It's probably got that like plastic on it and the, and the little sticker at the bar the barcode <laughs> on it, it as well. It. Kids with like highlighter markings and stuff <laughs> on it. Awesome. They've
0: <laughs> released uh, they, there's a five volume series of Saga of the Swamp thing, uh, the Alan Moore run, but it's it's hard to find all five. Because mm. uh, yeah, some old. of them are out of print now and they're really hard to come by. And if you do find them, they're extremely pricey. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I know of a few people that have them. And Jerks. Yeah, you can find a few volumes for a decent price, and then you're like, oh, but I need all five. Oh, I don't have three hundred dollars for this <laughs> yeah. volume. You know, like wait, it's wait ridiculous.
1: for the wait for the absolute edition uh, or have, If I'll they ever make those it. these things, are like
5: That's a thousand problem. pages, and like you could kill yourself trying to read those books. The like the glue uh, yeah. would probably like yeah, explode. Know, right? you could drop you that on someone's You'd head like as- alcohol, as- as- asphyxiate yourself.
0: Yeah, I think Big Damn Sin City yeah. is the largest one that I have, and that thing is like massive. What, what,
1: you got my classic X here. Oh my god, that is huge. It's been, it's been reading that thing. I was gonna say it's not. Uh,
3: the other day at a, uh, the other day at the recycled bookstore here, I saw an absolute um, what is it? Uh, mm. longest Halloween. Yes. Oh, long Halloween. Yeah, and yeah, that thing They're was. Massive. Yeah. Stupid huge! I massive. love the. I absolutes. Even know get I have bit.
0: the. I have volumes one through four of Absolute Sandman, and and then Preacher as well. I have Absolute Preacher Volume One, and I absolutely love the absolutes. Now,
1: another great thing about comicology, I recently got uh, a Chromecast, so I can now read on my sixty-five inch TV panel by panel in HD, and it looks incredible. It's Wait a so second! Cool. Guys,
0: I didn't know that you guys are part of. You guys have like a Chromecast? We don't have it. A- app now we, we don't have it or are you just yeah, casting you cast from your it. phone i think you can just cast your
2: screen yeah. yeah gotcha i never tried that i've got to try that now put that on my 71 inches look how, it, how it goes.
5: that was like yeah that was a that was a record well you might be able to use your iphone and an apple tv if you have it yeah I, I think yeah yeah, that's true yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah i did it with my ipad and my apple tv it's not it,
5: it's that. not full screen that's native cool. exactly but it's still pretty cool yeah. i
0: can try that out yeah cool it's, it's pretty intense. So one of the questions um, that was asked in our chat rooms, and one of the questions I think that we all have, is: yeah. Are you guys going to ever make it so that people can buy books straight off the app via like their iOS or Android phones? Because right now everything's like wish list, and then you have to like mm-hmm. go online and.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we've
2: we've heard, we've had so many people ask about that. Oh yeah,
5: yeah the uh well in when we amazon we were acquired it by amazon in 2014 and we you know we made some changes to the ios app around then so on ios the comiXology app proper you're right it's a reader app Mm -hmm. so you can't purchase in the app and kindle is actually the same thing like if you try to buy a kindle book in their app you can't um so i don't know but we do have in-app purchasing in android in our android app um and it has a cart so you can use that process on Android if you like, but I think, uh, I don't have any keen insights onto our iOS app changing anytime soon. Um, but we're always working to try to make the web experience a smoother, um, you know, we added subscriptions, I think around the time of 2014 where you could kind of subscribe like, so I subscribe to black science. That's the one thing I kind of know I'm going to buy every month. So I get like an email Wednesday mornings says like, hey, your black science is ready, bud. You can read it now. So I just open the app like right after that and start reading. Um, well, but I think we're, we're always listening to like ideas on how to make, you know, reading and buying easier or smoother. So specifically like iOS customers we're always listening to as well. Like, cause it's a bit different on there. Um, so we try to make it as easy as possible.
2: Well, if I can throw out a suggestion to make it easier in that shopping cart, allow
0: people to check out by PayPal.
5: Yeah, the, well, that's the
0: problem with being yeah. Amazon, can you? Uh,
5: well, we de- it depends. I think we have um, if you're if you have like a Comixology username, we consider those kind of like legacy Comixology customers. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use PayPal, you can use Pay with Amazon, you can use your credit card. Um, but if you are a new customer where you sign up with Amazon, uh, we y- your main option, depending on your location, actually, is Amazon payments. So I think once you merge, like we we added the ability to merge, so like you could read your Kindle comics on Comixology if you wanted to, um, but your your payment types will adjust slightly, where you kind of lose your legacy options that you used to have. But um, yeah, so it's a bit different per, on a per account basis.
0: But so if it is a newer customer, though, I, I suppose a workaround could potentially be buying like an Amazon gift card somewhere through a third party seller or whatever, like an e gift card. Through PayPal and then use that? Could they do that? If uh, um they...
5: Not for Amazon gift cards proper. A workaround for that would be so, like, if you're trying to buy on Comixology, we actually don't take Amazon gift cards, but we oh, sell okay. uh, on Kindle kind of a lot of what we have on Comixology. So, in theory, you could add an Amazon gift card to your Amazon account, buy the book that you want to buy on Amazon and then it'll just sync over to your Comixology account
2: I've actually done that I did gotcha.
5: uh, <clears throat> one click by uh, Kindle edition for that comic
4: mm-hmm. and then yeah that's,
5: a, I, that's one of my favorite things honestly is having like Amazon customers learn about Comixology by the sole fact that they the books that they buy most of them will move right over to Comixology for reading mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that is. Pretty I mean it handy. would be
5: cool if we took Amazon gift cards and Comixology but yeah. not at present
1: no, you seem like a big image guy. What are your top five uh, books right now? Oh boy, and it's a tough—it's a Man, tough thing I to know, narrow down. But let uh, me see.
5: I'm trying to find the podcast notes because <laughs> usually, where I talk about what I read, <laughs> it's funny because I do a podcast with my buddies um, every week, and we've talked about comics for like—I don't know—we've done that podcast for like five years. So we're going to take a break. We've been doing movies, so like now, comicsology is kind of like that podcast is the sole place. Oh, Deadly Class. Mm. Deadly Class is probably yeah, number one. I totally, yeah. love, love Deadly, Deadly Class. That last issue, I knew it. I knew it in my heart. I knew it. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. I, I love Sex Criminals. I, I was stoked that it came back last week. Yep. I haven't read it yet, though. Um, let's see. Motor Crush I haven't read yet, but everyone tells me it's amazing. It's funny. I, I, like, I've gotten to the point... Where I kind of accumulate issues to read, like in one sitting, mm-hmm. like with Marvel, I've been waiting, accumulating Old Man Logan issues, and then you binge because I can't, like I can't, like I don't know, I can't like read monthly stuff that I like anymore. It's hard. You right? know, I'm in that phase. Yeah,
0: it's very hard. <coughs> that's it's the tough, way I am man. with Invincible. Yeah. I think I got up to like 125 or yeah. something like that. Now I'm just waiting for the yeah, rest. Yeah, so yeah, the same thing done. with uh-huh. me
2: with Invincible, yeah. Walking Dead. I'm just kind of sitting on them so I can just binge read, when I got a nice stack. Yeah
5: yeah Reborn I liked from Mark Miller Millar however you want to pronounce it Mark M mm-hmm. yep. got his Starlight was <laughs> one of the best books I read last year oh I, I love I that book. Last year. Moonshine I liked um, seven to eternity I'm like the biggest recommender fan ever I'm actually waiting on those I'm like accumulating those so like people bust my chops that I should be reading it but I'm just like I don't know I'm just holding it yeah um, I don't know, is that 5? I feel like that might be 5. Well, I'm going to the image tab on yeah. Comicology to cheat. <laughs> Red God Country uh, yet? Yeah, tip? N- uh no, actually someone recommended that to me last week. Um, I'll recommend but it I heard too. that's really good. That's good.
1: La- La- if you're a fan of Lazarus at all.
5: Lazarus I like. Rock is amazing. Outcast yeah. I should really like. Yeah. Oh, I love Outcast. Yes, yeah. I yeah. haven't watched the show yet though. Yeah. Oh.
0: I only saw the first episode of the show because I don't have Cinemax, but... Yeah.
5: It's an odd channel. I don't know. Well, not an odd channel, but most people don't think of Cinemax at first.
0: Yeah, you don't think of Cinemax as having a series. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's HBO and Showtime are like the two that have series. Uh, Or stars. maybe. Descender's
5: really good. Yeah. Um, Which I actually... I kind of didn't like at first because the lettering threw me off in the first issue. And then I went back to it, and it's amazing. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, at this point, it's easier to ask, what image title don't <laughs> yeah. you like? Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, after oh, so After Death. is that, That's Image, right? Yep. Right, yeah. Oh, my yeah, God,
5: yeah. that's amazing.
1: Those are um, uh, amazing releases. I think I went into my shop, and I just sort of saw it, and I had no idea they were releasing this magazine size, like nice cloth, mm-hmm. almost cloth-like sort of material. It's so bit, good. I, waiting for the hardcover oh, on that boy,
5: one. Boy, that's going to be something else. <laughs> I, I actually give them major props for doing that like mixing prose oh yeah and you know graphic storytelling oh, yeah. like I, i'm sure image was like yeah we'll do whatever you want but still that's a big risk yeah i mean scott
1: snyder and jeff lemire people will pretty much give them money for like <laughs> could have been blank pages blank yeah. pieces of paper that's his write your own story uh-huh. Blank pages
5: are really nice i'm glad i spent seven dollars
1: on them <laughs> yeah you can see uh <laughs> lemire sort of put this like white paint on it too so it's really <laughs> yeah nice. exactly yeah they're just sort of justifying it. But yeah, um, yeah Image is really mm-hmm. great right now.
3: So beyond the uh, indie titles right now, do you have any uh, superhero books that you're into from the uh, big two right let's now? Let's
5: see. DC, I feel like I really, ever since Rebirth, I've i been like, in love with DC, and I've never been a DC fan. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. They can't make a bad book right now, honestly.
0: Well, well for the ones I'm reading, crouples. the ones I'm
5: reading, they can't make a bad book.
0: Yeah, yeah. Are you reading Justice League? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to
5: think of which one I read. Uh, I haven't been reading the Brian, F- Brian Hitch one. I read...
0: Yep, that's yeah. that's, that's why. Okay, you're <laughs> good. That. But I liked the Brian
5: Hitch uh, when he was writing and drawing it. That miniseries, Do you remember right before Rebirth, he did his own thing where Rao came back? Yeah.
1: Like well, that's not even done it's yet. It's not? I think an issue for that I just came why. out like a, like a few weeks ago it's super weird he did actually pretty one. good
5: because he's always had that kind of like you know he takes a while but he got most of those issues out yeah, sort yeah. of on time
1: yeah
5: um batman i actually Sorry. really love and i I kind of I yes. was a late guy on that one funnily enough we talked about it on the podcast a lot um is that two-parter with catwoman where they're just kind of like Making Whoopi on that rooftop for two issues—it's
4: yep. amazing.
5: Yep. Like I can't believe I loved it so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was well done. Um, Tom King is—he's really good. Yeah.
5: yeah. Uh, I read the new Justice League of America—the one where Batman's putting like Steve Orlando. Yeah, right, that right, was pretty yeah. good.
0: Yes, that's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying that one yeah. a lot. I think the
5: artist—who's the artist on that? Is that I, that's not Ivan Reyes, is it? I, I Ivan
1: Reyes. Amazing.
0: Yeah,
5: it
1: is. Yeah, he is one of the best artists there's an issue of batman where there's a scene that i found hilarious but it was really epically drawn by him where it's sort of kite man just flying through like a building and stealing someone's necklace <laughs> yeah. saying kite man hell kite yeah man. but it was drawn so well it looked so cinematic <laughs> yeah. it's just this fool named kite he's, man he's a
5: guy that i feel oh, like is so good that he only can come in and do like four issues and then you know leave and then do something else yeah, yeah. he's he's amazing yeah he's
1: like steve mcnavey yeah. Steve McNiven does the same thing. He'll come in, do like four issues late, but everyone loves it because it's so good. Uh,
5: oh, Super Sons I read last week, which is phenomenal. That guy, yeah, Jorge a Jimenez. Superman in so general. Oh, yeah, Superman is, is probably my number one.
0: Yeah, Superman yeah. is awesome, and I've never been a Superman nah, fan.
5: Superman's so lame, honestly, but I love Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Best <laughs> origin story yeah, after Superman that.
0: Superman is fantastic.
5: <laughs> Actually, that's a running joke that I kind of thought he was a super lame but... Some of my favorite books are Superman Secret Identity and Superman Birth and Birthright. uh, Those are untouchable books. Have you read uh, American Alien? No, by... um, What's his face? That guy with the hair.
1: Max Landis?
5: What's his name? Yeah, Max Max Landis. Max Landis. He's a pro wrestling fan, too. He's doing...
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) American Alien. I recently read that one, and it was really, really Really? good. Um, It was a really interesting premise because like each story or each i think there's six issues seven issues something like that and each book has a completely different artist because it takes place in a different time in superman's life so it starts off as he's a kid and then like it'll fast forward five years and then fast forward 10 years or whatever the case is and so it's kind of like each book is like almost like a one shot Mm -hmm. like its own contained story it's so well done
1: um, yeah, Max Landis called it his uh, all-star Clark Kent. <laughs> it's a That's pretty it good. It was picture.
0: so so well
5: done. Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. I've actually really liked. Oh,
1: Young Animals has been great. The like Doom Patrol has just been blowing. Mother my Panic, mind. Mother I'm Panic was good too. Mother Panics, yeah, that, that caught me off guard. They also announced uh, a new one. I don't mm-hmm. remember what it's called. It has to do with one of these like new gods that uh, obviously Jack Kirby dreamed up mm-hmm. one day. That'll be interesting. I heard Scooby Doo. Is good. Have you guys
0: read that one? <laughs> I read the first few issues, and it it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, Max, I, I don't Max know. Scooby-Doo. I'm in my mid 30s. I grew up watching Scooby Doo, so like, I have a very like nostalgic part of my heart that was like hoping. It, it, it's too modernized for me. I couldn't May- get yeah, into maybe. it. You know, Scooby Doo speaking with emojis and stuff feel like this. Call I couldn't. It doesn't feel right, especially d- those d- different grew audience. Up with it yeah, yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it, I mean, I get it. It's meant for you know today's generation, but yeah, I had a hard time getting into it. Uh, let's see. Yeah. However, fingers crossed that they do a Jetsons, because <laughs> I heard the Flintstones was pretty decent. So I am hoping that they do a Jetsons, because I will read the heck out yeah, of it. Yeah, I
5: heard the same thing. I see the screenshots of that book all the time on my Twitter feed. Um. Have you watched the uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc. on Netflix? I have seen some of it
2: with my kids. Yes, my yeah. my that's son's amazing.
0: addicted to it. It's like yeah, a it's like it a was, Pixar movie where like you could good. watch it
5: with your kid or you could get enjoyment out of it.
0: Yes, there's definitely some adult content that's thrown in, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. Keeps my attention.
5: Also, I read The Wild Storm last week. I had to read
0: that. Yes, I read that as well. Um it's definitely a first issue, but so I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes.
5: Mm-hmm. I liked, I liked uh, the small touches about how they showed the issue numbering on the trade dress. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Yeah. I so, Matt, so I
2: got much. a question for you. I don't know if you're going to have to answer this or not. But with Comicology, it's, what, 75,000-some comics now available on it, I think, the last I read? hundred, hundred
5: thousand, hundred thousand. 100,000.
2: 100, Good Lord. So, <laughs> outside of the employees, maybe, <laughs> um, how, is, what is, how
5: many comics does some of these super users have? uh i've seen uh screenshots every so often i think we ask that question on like twitter or something and uh-huh. some people have like 10,000 um we get a lot of people that have like 3 or 4,000 oh. i think i have maybe 3 or 4,000 um but i've i've also seen people post screenshots of like 15,000 mm-hmm. i mean we definitely have like super readers that buy you know I mean, almost everything that comes out that week Mm -hmm. and, and they'll go through it. And I know these people are reading it too, because we have, I mean, we have a great team on our end that catches kind of like maybe like two double page spreads that aren't connected in the app for some reason. And it's like a mistake on someone's part. And we'll have people that, you know, email in with the same QA reports that we like try to catch. So I know that like these people read almost everything they buy and it's, it's, bonkers too because i always wondered if these people were that way on print like would they go to the shop and just get like you know 52 books that came out that week mm-hmm. from all the publishers or what yeah. but yeah there we have some definite vip super users um and it's really cool because sometimes they'll come up to us at cons and like pull up the app and show us the number too <laughs> just to like prove <laughs> it um but they're they're always super cool about it now, with some of those super
2: users and things like that, um, have anything with the change with
5: Marvel with their digital codes? How has that affected Comicology? Um, I, it hasn't affected us too much. Mm-hmm. I saw that the news, uh, I know some of my buddies buy the codes to like have the digital counterpart, but I actually kind of really like it because it's geared towards getting people to read stuff they don't usually read, um, so I'm kind of super into it. You know, in the end, it's really all about getting more people to read comics and getting people to read more comics. Um, so it hasn't really affected us that much. Um, I don't know how it's working for Marvel. Hopefully it's working well and people are like reading books that they've never read before and are digging it. Um, so, So who knows? I guess we'll see. Hopefully Marvel talks about it soon and sales go up for other books. That's always the goal.
0: So, there's always kind of been. I'm sure you've probably heard this over the years that um, a lot of like the brick and mortar shops, um, some of like the the older uh, owners and stuff, they say, you know, digital's gonna kill my store. <laughs> uh, you know, do you guys get those kind of complaints a lot? Like when you go into a physical store and they find out like who you are or where you work or whatever they get get like
5: like, oh i hate it like a broom and they start like shooing us yeah exactly Um, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: no
5: honestly it was uh uh ceo david always tells the story but we got that a lot when we first started like the ipad app and stuff um but it it totally went away Mm -hmm. like because like there's been data that has showed that people would buy in comixology and then like continue the series in the shops and we have i know shop owners that say the same thing i'm friends with some comic shop owners and they say they came from comixology and they wanted to get the trade where they wanted to get the next trade and we've seen you know that sales in shops have gone up year over year so like honestly it's like totally gone away but it was totally that way in the beginning I mean, I wasn't getting shoot yeah. out of all, of comic shops with a broom necessarily. But <laughs> there was trepidation. I mean, these, everyone that owns a shop is they've been selling print comic print comics for decades. So of course, people would be like, uh, "Holy yeah. God, what is this? This this could be bad news." But it wasn't the case, and and we've kind of said that since the beginning. We always had said that it would be kind of an add on for a lot of those folks, and they'll eventually find it in print. So. <laughs>
1: Well, that's interesting. You you mentioned people will read it on the app and then go get the, the trades in stores. It makes me wonder if uh, single issues may eventually just come to being digital, and then trades are the only things that's being interesting. printed. I'd actually,
5: yeah, Little I mean, nice I'd love, covers. I'd love if publishers just mm. fine by <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, no. You know, like <laughs> as a hardcover collector, sure. I'm fine with I that. I actually <laughs> would love that. Like, I when we first started selling French French comics, we have like an international team, so they kind of like tell us about Bondesine and they're the way they do comics so for those that don't know then I had no idea but they essentially just sell trades like uh, one complete story in like 60 pages or 90 pages and they don't sell anything from that person for a couple months and then they come back or whatever um the humanoid stuff yeah so like collections are like it yeah and that's normal like I would love that I love like when Marvel redid the Ultimate Universe a few times a couple years ago I was like hoping that they would kind of do like <laughs> a new publishing model where they would do ultimate Spider-Man collection, maybe like a 90 page or 120 page story. And then the next month it's like ultimate FF. And then the next month it's like ultimates it's like, and they just yeah. see what happens.
1: It's like what DC's doing with the uh, earth yeah, one yeah. where they just sort of have these hardcovers and trade paperbacks come out with a single story in, uh, mm-hmm. in each one. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a, I can see it happening that way. That's, that's, yeah, that's how European comics work, basically. They're just either anthologies or like 60 pages in this huge magazine format, which is gorgeous. I would love that too. Just as big as you can get it on paper. And like everyone reads there. Get that artwork. It's like,
5: it's like normal. Like I went, I was lucky enough to go to Angoulême last year. And it's like this, the city essentially becomes a mini comic con. And I was able to just like see the type of people there that read. Bond design a comic books graphic novels and it's just like everybody there's like no discernible like oh that person's a comic fan it's like you had no idea like it's just people walking into a bookstore like it just anybody it was super cool
2: okay now I was going to ask you now one thing I noticed comicology has been lacking for a while is golden and silver age do you know of any plans on, tr- on maybe getting some more content from from that those time eras
5: into comicology? Or is that solely up to Marvel and DC to get those to you? I mean, we work kind of, like I said earlier, we work with the publishers to try to get as much as we can. And I think Marvel's been adding, um, I, I feel like they've been adding a bunch of 70s, 60 books. But I think DC, usually the time that they add it is, I think, Tuesdays and Thursdays. <clears throat> like Tuesdays is backlist yep. day. And then Thursday, if it's part of a collection, they'll they'll, they'll sell the collected version of it. Um, I would love if they just like gave everything like right away. Well, yeah. We probably wouldn't be able to do anything That'd with it awesome. at, at, at like to handle like thousands of comics. But you know, the goal obviously is just get all that stuff because someone is going to be looking for it at some point. And if they can't find it in print, and we don't sell it, maybe they just give up. That's like the worst case scenario ever, where someone can't find something that they want and they just forget about it yeah, yeah over a hundred thousand
2: um, books how can you
3: not find something you want it's like...
5: <laughs> well yeah that's true sure
3: <laughs> now is there a, a book that you or a series maybe even just a certain time period or anything that you've kind of been pushing for personally with comicology I think
5: I wanted all Wolverine issues ever when I first started okay. so like <laughs> when we eventually got Greg Rucka's run of Wolverine I was like super stoked because that's like one of my all time favorite Maybe the first couple trades were some of my... Like, the covers were amazing. And then also the Larry Hama, Mark Silvestri era I was pushing for for so long, and we just added Wolverine 50 with that, like, yellow cover yeah. with the claws mm-hmm. torn out. Yeah. Oh, That's, my God. That, that is amazing. So I actually cover. read... Like, yeah. reread it. Yeah, yeah. I reread it for the first time in years. And it's... Honestly, I still love it. I, like, it's... I feel like it still holds up. Larry Hama's writing a Wolverine. Um, and we added eventually like um is it uh who was it Frank Thierry and Sean Chen's run of Wolverine do you remember that run where like they had the painted cover that was when they started to do like rando covers of marvel titles and that had nothing to do with the inside uh, that, that's where that era started i think and um but yeah the old wolverine stuff was like what i pushed for mega hard and obviously it's taken 6 years so they don't listen to me i
3: guess <laughs>
4: No respect. No respect. <laughs> Slow and steady.
5: None. None at all. Also, no. That's not true. Like How God love man kills. I think there's always like weird milestones where like I get like so so like oh yes we finally have this like new mutants, uh, Sienkiewicz. I was like ho- I was like yelling in the office like oh my god we got it we got yeah. it guys and like everyone's like yeah we knew we had that months ago <laughs> dummy, um, but obviously I'm a, I grew up a Marvel fan so those were like the the high water marks for me. Very
0: cool. Yeah, the one hey, that Rick. I was gonna say that I uh, appreciate, I guess, is uh, the the Punisher Garth Ennis run, the Punisher Max. Oh, yeah. um, those ones, it, it's you can find like four of the six oversized hardcovers, but you're the other two are like three hundred bucks. Like you're not gonna find them anywhere. So I was on the Marvel app, thinking like, oh, I'll just find them on the Marvel, and Marvel doesn't have adult content. Mm-hmm on their app so the only way to get it is through you guys so kudos to you guys for allowing the more adult stuff uh on there because if it wasn't for that i wouldn't ever be able to read it and that would be really sad and yeah and if you
5: have your marvel and cmx accounts synced if you buy it in Comicsology, it'll sync right over the marvel app for reading anyway i'm not sure if you knew that yeah. um so like we, i think the marvel app isn't it's like 14 plus or 12 plus or something like that you just can't Yeah, buy so like from it. they're not able to sell <clears throat> the adult stuff, but if you buy it with us and your accounts are connected, you can still read it at Marvel if you want. Um, but my oh, like yeah. you mentioned Punisher Max, I, have you guys ever read? I, you have probably, but Fury Max.
1: No, I haven't oh, read Fury God. Max. Oh, my
5: war gone by. That is so amazing. It's one of the best books I've ever read in my life. So good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I w- Garth Ennis is. I mean, Garth yeah, yeah, Ennis like really doing you know actual war history <laughs> stuff. Like you can tell, it's just like yes, I'm I'm enjoying every moment of
1: writing this. Well, yeah, he's a massive fan of it. Like the amount of war stories he's done, and like battlefields and stuff. All these comics that are just war oriented. He's uh, you know, he's a he's a history. Yeah, buff I think he could probably point. like teach a class. War history. Like, he buff. Honestly, probably could do it. Oh for sure. Teacher, yeah. so good. And on like <laughs> immoral behavior, just basically across. <laughs> yeah, <crossed> yeah. The- <laughs> kind of the, the, the opposite yeah. end of the spectrum <laughs> with
4: <when> that. <we're back. laughs> Human oh, psyche, brutal. Um, <laughs>
1: I
0: couldn't do cross the three issues. You got to push through, like, I man. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. You just got to push through. I can't, man. It's <laughs> it's too rapey. I'm not. I'm not in all that. Like, the it's, it's not
5: my kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, that, that book goes everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere I never would have yeah. expected life to ever go. Yeah, it goes
0: <laughs> yeah exactly. The first, as I was reading, it, like um, when it first came out in stores, and uh, I got three issues in, and I was like, I need to take a shower. See, that's <laughs> not That was this. the
3: cool thing about Comixology is like, um, none of the local stores in my area carry that book. They I I don't know if wow. they just don't want to or no one's there, but none of them have it on the shelf. So I got to read it through Comixology and I was happy I was able to do that. <laughs>
5: And you wouldn't have to, and if you were ever worried that someone saw, you I know, reading? right? You'd have to because you you had your phone or whatever. Yeah. That was still my thing,
3: though. Like at sitting at work and stuff. Like whenever it was dead time, you know, I'd pull it out and I would start reading it, but I'd still be like looking over my shoulder to see if my uh, coworkers are looking what's on my phone right now.
4: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we actually get emails
5: from people that are like, "Hey, your web browser isn't working. You know, I can't get anything to load." And then we eventually we ask them where they're at. And they're like, "I'm at work,"
1: and then we're like, "Well, there you yeah. go." And they're like, "Oh, dang it." Yeah, and Cross is like a not safe for uh, <laughs> anywhere but <wonderful>. <laughs> 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 comics
5: yeah. yeah. Lights off, internet yeah. off, <laughs> phone unplugged. Uh, your significant <laughs> other
0: is not around to judge <laughs> you for reading Cross. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's it's interesting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so you mentioned a lot of creators. Um, do you have a, a, a specific a single writer that just sort of you'll follow to the ends of the earth no matter uh, what yeah, they're I, writing? I, It
5: started with uh, Fear Agent, but Rick Remender is probably my number one. Mm. And, like, Fear Agent, I have a Fear Agent tattoo. It's, like, the only comic-related tattoo I'll probably get. Nice. Um, I have the hardcovers, and I had him sign them. But I think it probably is connected with one book that really connects with a person, and that Fear Agent was it. So then I was on, like, after that. You know, Lowe is so amazing. Like, I I don't know. Like I'm not sure if you guys are Remender fans, but Lowe... Low is like Remender, the yeah. opposite end of Fear Agent where like, you know, things are so terrible when you try to make them right, but Low is like the ever, the the eternal optimist version, which I was like so out of left field from Remender, but man, his stuff is amazing. Also, Uncanny X-Force so good.
1: Oh yeah. Um I remember there's he, yeah, he's usually such a serious writer, but then I was reading Deadly Class and there's that scene where it's uh, his name, Marcus. Main, main, main characters. Name. Marcus is running the comic store, and yeah. he's like, Oh, I'm gonna yeah. fart yes. right in his yeah. face. Yeah. And he yes. just takes a diarrhea. That. that was just so unexpected. Yeah, I so was so completely
0: unexpected. I got to that, and I was like, What in the world? My buddy actually
3: <laughs> Snapchatted me that comic panel, like just out of nowhere. He was like, Hey, dude, check this Jeez. out. Look at your Snapchat. So good. I look at it, and I'm like, What in the hell
4: is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that like so I, I feel
5: like that pairing too with west craig is like so perfect for that book because you yeah, can do yeah. kind of the fun almost cartoony comedic stuff like that scene and but also mixed with just like you know total drug enhanced death it's so good
1: oh yeah yeah the vegas the vegas issues are amazing as well oh, it's just yeah. it's just a great book i love that i love that title so
2: good. So future of comicology, I have to ask. How do I want to word this? One of your competitors out there offers um, uh, motion comics with audio. Do you think that's something comicology might eventually be getting on board with?
5: I don't I don't think so, honestly. Um, we've said kind of from the beginning that our reading experience is, is superior to a lot of the things out there, and it, it allows for a kind of passive reading experience, and we're not super – we're not super into it, like the kind of reading experience where you have to do a lot of work or you have to, you know, kind of pay more attention or you have to tap in certain areas to kind of get something to happen. That's kind of not what we as readers enjoy. And I don't think it's maybe what our readers necessarily would kind of want in every book or even in some. So I, th- I think it's cool that the motion comic stuff is out there and it's an option, but probably not for comicsology. I don't think so.
2: Fair enough. I was kind of curious about that.
5: Yeah, I, I've tried it. I tried like the Watch. Remember, the Watchmen movie came out, and that was like a weird yeah. comic panel movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are those are
2: hit or miss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what are some of the future things we might be seeing coming
5: out of Comicology? Um, it's a great question. I think CU. I think we're super stoked that CU Comicsology Unlimited is available. US
1: only right now so hopefully
4: sorry any listeners. and yeah <laughs> sorry everybody
1: you can use a US address and still be in Canada <laughs> I mean you can uh, you can
5: yeah. you can try
1: that I don't know if it's going to work um but yeah
5: I think we're we're super excited with CU I think you know we're going to push hard to make it easier for folks to discover a comic that they weren't ever going to try before and then fall in love with comics so I think Comixology Unlimited is something that everyone should pay attention to because, you know, it's the easiest way for people to get into comics and find something new. And so we're super stoked with it, and I hope everyone
1: gives it a shot. Cool, it is really good. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we did mention the fact that they sort of draw you into the first volume, but there's a lot of like graphic novels you can read on there. Like I mentioned, Scene of the Crime, you're getting a full story for you know a book that's nine ninety nine normally you get for. 599 yeah if you read that in one month you've already gotten your money's worth i mean
5: yeah it's yeah there's a bunch of walking deads in it's there great. hellboy <laughs> yep i mean like love and rockets you can go into and start reading that yeah. i mean like you, you can find one trade and it's like paid for itself like the first yeah. new archie's in there a bunch of valiant too
1: yeah you'll find something like atomic robo there's like six volumes on unlimited and it's just this title that completely blows you away because it's so unexpected um really fun book.
5: Yeah. Those, I love those books. I loved, uh, I mean, those guys are hilarious too. And they, they like yeah. way back when I remember they did, I think they did a Captain America comic and it was like one of the funniest things ever. But that like in my simple mind, I was like, do more Marvel stuff. And I'm <laughs> like, well, that was like, I think probably my earliest, uh, interaction with creators that like, maybe I don't want to do Marvel stuff. Maybe I want to do my own thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's so good. It's so funny. um, just really quickly how often are new titles added to uh the unlimited library and do you guys remove stuff uh, when you add new stuff or is it
5: yeah yeah it's every month and i think usually it's like the first week of the month so like i kind of we have like a pr that goes out so i i usually read like i know what's going in there but i read on comics alliance we'll post like new editions new and leaving so it's similar to netflix we'll have stuff that leave maybe like five or six titles or whatever that leave at the end of the month Um, But we'll have like, you know, 50 books go in that month or it it varies. It's probably more than 50. Um, So, yeah, it's new titles added monthly. And um, we usually have something posted on our Twitter or Tumblr. Um, But in general, if you read like Newsarama or Comics Alliance, they'll probably have an article and call out kind of like the big ones that are added every month.
1: Yeah, I mean there's there's a section on the actual comicsology app that says new to unlimited, but um it, it just doesn't tell you what's leaving. Oh yeah. Yeah. Try <laughs> to keep it guessing. Of course, yeah. <laughs> it's not like Netflix where I started watching Mad Men last week and it said yeah. going away March first. Great. Oh yeah. really. <laughs> That's fantastic. I didn't even know they did that. That's <laughs> good like, yeah, I've got 90 episodes to watch in uh, two weeks. That's not going (laughs) to happen.
5: (laughs) Is it on uh, Amazon Video? Because I actually was using – I was watching X-Files. I started on Amazon Video plug for Amazon, but – and then it eventually (laughs) left. And I was like, what the fuck? Where did (laughs) it (laughs) go? So then I had to switch to Netflix.
0: Yeah, I will say Amazon Prime Video has been a a lifesaver usually because if Netflix doesn't have it, usually Amazon does. So between mm-hmm. the two, you're usually set for life. You don't need anything else. Yeah, you really don't, no. <laughs> no for sure.
3: Now, I think, um, I guess for myself, me and Tap had a conversation, I think it was two weeks ago, about a um, book called Evil Ernie that ended up having 154 oh, yeah, yeah comics in there and it was something that me and him were both kind of surprised on at the time we'd be like you know for a character that you don't hear much about there's a lot of comics for it now on comicology right now i know we talked about stuff that you wish you had on there is there stuff that you're just surprised isn't already on there
5: uh the one thing that i get asked a lot and i would love to have is the the amalgam run oh, of yeah. books. Do you remember when DC and Marvel yes. did oh, that yes. thing, Marvel versus DC? Oh, Dude, that mm-hmm. I think that's like the number one request, like Dark Claw, <laughs> yeah Wolverine and Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See,
1: it, yeah, there was there was an uh, an omnibus on Amazon. I think a year and a half ago or so, and it just never came out. I don't think those that company, those two guys can ever decide like who's going to publish it, who's right. going to do this with it, all that stuff. Well,
5: what's given me hope is they've added, um, DC has been adding those Dark Horse books that they did crossovers for, like Alien yeah. and Predator. Mm-hmm. And like I kind of, in my head, I was like, they'll never put that up. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that, that gives me hope. Like I have no inside knowledge whatsoever about that. But man, that would be so cool if they added those. I mean, hopefully they still hold yeah. up. <laughs> I don't read them. <laughs> I'm like, Bruce oh Winan, maybe this is why I put it up.
0: This is awesome. Most of the time our interviews true. are like eh, half hour, maybe forty five, but uh-huh. no, you've been a blast to talk to. It's nice talking Boy. to other comic nerds, you know. It it's right, it's yeah. awesome.
5: So what happens yeah. when you're when you read so many books a week, you have this yes. kind of like Nerdy mm-hmm. inside knowledge yeah, that you need to share is.
1: somehow, for yeah, sure better is. or worse. Yeah, t- <laughs> yeah. Tap and I yeah. read like every rebirth issue every week, and it's just
0: yeah. We have like a side rebirth pod that we do, and it's got so it, it got to, to be a little about. much. I had to like pick and choose almost what I wanted to read between <clears> rebirth because it just got to be too much.
5: Well, I remember I listened. I think maybe the last one, and one of the questions you guys had was like, what do, What are your top five rebirth? picks of the week and i was like oh my god like these guys read so much <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> to like have a top five of a subsec subsection of dc books it's crazy I yeah god. yeah
0: yeah we uh we're we're blessed to be able to read them all or have the opportunity to read them yeah. all mm-hmm. so it's yeah yeah it's a lot <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm blessed to have very little responsibility and spend most of my money on comic books. So. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 It's very long,
5: I feel. Yeah. I I mean, no. literally, literally my entire day was me playing with my son... Either at the park or him wanting to play Halo, which admittedly is still <laughs> yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, yeah that's pretty. Hey. Great. <laughs> it could be worse. Or Minecraft. Yeah, it could uh, yeah. be a lot worse, but yeah. still. I mean, I, I can only watch my... X Files after he went to bed. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I was teaching my oldest today how to play uh, Star Wars Force Unleashed. It was oh like, yeah, it was it's free it's on Xbox. Free, yeah, it's the free one Ooh. on Xbox a month. So I was like, Oh my god, we got to play this. He's like, How do I play? I was like, oh, Watch <laughs> this. It's <That's> a great. <laughs> how, how old? How old? Uh, he's eight. <laughs>
5: Oh, yeah, mine's six, and, dude, he is destroying that game, Force Unleashed. I was yeah. like, the hardest thing that it took for him to get was the Force pick up and throw. Yep, yep. Like, as I, soon as I, he like...
0: figured it out, though, with Darth Vader in the very beginning, he's walking around picking up Wookiees and just throwing them off the bridge. Like, <laughs> yeah. He just hung out for, like, 20 minutes because they just kept respawning, so he just hung out for, like, 20 minutes throwing Wookiees off yeah. a bridge. Yeah.
5: <laughs> How about when you pick up one of the guys, and if it's if he's near another guy, they like grab onto each other's hands, and they're just like other. dangling in midair,
0: holding hands together. That was hilarious. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for for coming on and, and doing this tonight. It was fantastic. I know last great. time it was the Super Bowl and we had to reschedule, but uh, no, this is awesome. Thank you very much.
5: Yeah, thanks for having me. I yeah, really appreciate you guys. coming on.
0: Oh, and a quick plug, I saw there's there's two Comixology podcasts, um, I believe. Um, I'm subscribed to both, but do you just want to do a quick plug for for your shows and get that out there? Yeah, sure.
5: We kind of have retired one, so the main one is, uh, I think, the Comixologist podcast, which you can get on iTunes or Google Play Music, whichever you use on Android. And uh, so that's the main one. And then we also, on Facebook, Lou and I do a Facebook Live every week where we kind of talk about what we read, but then it eventually just drifts into Pop culture nonsense. So I try to steer it towards Tom Cruise movies. (laughs) And it actually works usually most of the time. So that's on Comixology's Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash comixology uh, with an X. And same thing for comixologists. They're odd words, honestly, but no one else has them. So they're easy to find.
0: Fair enough. (laughs) Very cool.
5: Cool.
1: Awesome.
2: All right, guys. So what have you guys been reading this week?
0: Uh, I've been reading. A few different things. Uh, one of the main things, actually, that I just finished reading this week was uh, Joss Whedon's astonishing X Men run, uh, one through twenty four, and then the the da- giant X Men one that he did. But yeah, so I read all of Joss Whedon's run. Isn't of, that uh, ending amazing? This week.
3: That's dope.
0: It is. And when you said, uh, "Come to me, my X Men," yeah, I was like, yeah. "What?" And you are like, "Oh, you are not there yet." <laughs> and so then, like, when I got to that point, I kept waiting for it. And then yeah, when I got really to that good. point, I was like, oh, snap. Uh, yeah, it, it, it kind of, for me, I yeah. felt like it lulled a little bit. But then, like, towards the end, like, when the twist happened, it was like, oh, 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 okay. It's the best Cyclops
1: you'll ever read.
0: It was. It actually made ever. me, Rusty, get this. Astonishing X Men made me like Cyclops.
3: No way. That's yeah. not possible.
0: Ooh. It is
1: the best Cyclops you'll ever read. It's a bold Hands statement. Down. And the ending, oh my God. Makes, it's the best Kitty Pride as well. It's just great. It's such a good one. Yeah, line.
0: Kitty was like hardcore, man. The thing that I didn't understand, yeah. though, and maybe, Rusty, have you read the Astonishing X Men run? No. I, I haven't. I guess I don't understand how Kitty was not able to phase through like the giant metal bullet, yet she was able to make the entire bullet phase through the earth. Like, I know they said, like, oh, she's become one with the. Whatever, but I don't I don't know if I buy that. Like that seemed a little far fetched for me. But
3: how old was really Kitty man? in this run?
0: Uh, <laughs> Kitty was when Peter she was in her twenties. I mean, her and Peter were having so, adult yeah. relations throughout the book. So <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, is this the one that um uh. W- is this the one that Chris Claremont was talking about where they nerfed her to be older just so they could have a relationship? Uh,
0: very possibly, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's for sure, ah. but it is very possible that, yes, that is what he was referring to. Because she comes back. Because Kitty, like, wasn't even in it initially. Like, she, like, they brought her, like, they made it so she came back. Okay. Yeah,
1: and I think I think Colossus came back in that comic yep, as well. Yep, he did. That's how they made it. Yep, they
0: brought Colossus and Kitty back into. Cool. But yeah, I mean, and it was awesome, though. There's nice, like, Wolverine gets, like, the, you know, the fastball, I don't know how many times from Colossus throughout that series. That's dope. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, yeah no, it was really good. And then recently, just, um, I started reading uh, the Punisher Max uh, Garth Ennis run. I'm not very far. I just started it, but.
3: Do you like <clears> uh, the guy's grill in it?
0: I don't think I've made it that far. Like I said, I just, I just started reading the Punisher Max.
3: You'll see. You keep reading it. I mean, I haven't read it, but I've had a few friends that are like kind of fanatical about Punisher, and uh, they've told me enough about it to understand what's going on. Plus, I flipped through a few of their copies and stuff. It's uh, It looks pretty good. Art's cool. great. I'm
0: looking forward to it. So, yeah, that's my big one. Yeah. Yeah. Nova, what would you been reading? Uh, I read a few things. So, first up, I guess you guys will see, but no
1: one else will be able to. Wolverine. Um, I, hey, Bob. I, I reread um, the Claremont Wolverine four-issue miniseries. Yeah. yeah, with Frank Miller. And then there was also Uncanny, X-Men 172 and 3, where I guess he's having supposed to have his wedding. Wolverine, he's still in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, with um, w- well, with Mariko, he's getting yeah, Mariko, married. Mariko. And then Silver Samurai shows up. I've also been reading... uh. The Filth by Grant Morrison. How is it? And God, if I talk about it, this is going to become an explicit <laughs> all right, podcast. <laughs> Alright, you and me will discuss it afterwards. It is the dirtiest comic. Well, it I've is ever called The Filth. Life, so. The Filth. Wait, is it
3: dirtier than Crossed?
1: It's about. I'd say so. They're. Wow. Uh it's just. It's super weird. Um It's about this group called The Filth. Um, and they they basically clean up the dirtiest things on the on the planet that you don't know about so they and then in one issue they went into like the the place called crack or something and it was like all these like shit germs and molecules running around and they're like these weird germ monster things and like if they they had to drink their own piss because they had no food or water it was so so disgusting um it's just about the most perverted things in these people in the group called the filth clean it up. Um art is really good, but uh kind of makes you it does make you feel really disgusting afterward. Gotta take a shower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. I would say the last issue I finished had the male baby creating um I don't like, organisms, I guess I'll call them. Uh, I don't want to say the word, um, but they're sort of the size of humans flying around and killing people. Mm. So they were like these alien spaceships, but they're actually someone's uh, spunk. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just really really weird stuff. (laughs) Look out, flying semen.
3: Yeah, I,
1: I, I don't know how Grant Morrison comes up with this stuff, but he's crazy. There's like a Russian a Russian monkey that smokes weed all the time, <laughs> just high all the time. <laughs> it's super weird. It's great. It's really fun, though. The art is amazing. But, yeah, those are those have been my big two uh, reads of this week. And Ninjak. Which yeah, is just, you said you know, Ninjak was amazing. We talk Valiant all the time. Mm-hmm. Just incredible. It was really good. Completely unexpected book. But, yeah, um, I guess I choose who goes next. Yeah. Huh? Rusty yeah. or Red? Rusty or Red? I guess I'll go with Red. Uh, we'll leave Rusty for last, because I know he he's going to get all excited and go on a long range. so that'll be a <laughs> great way to end it. Well, actually, I've been centering on two things, of course, some image and also some
2: IDW this week. Ooh. Yes, I have been reading uh, off of um, uh, uh, Made Fire, the Star nice. Trek um, run in, off the motion comics
0: okay so and, big shout out to liam sharp for made fire but what yes. is your official opinion now that you've got to play around with made fire real quick i don't mean to interrupt oh, your, opinion. your comic it, i was just curious what you think about made fire it is awesome
2: i mean because <clears throat> you get the picture pop up and then after that you get the word bubble come over everything and through it all you get uh audio audio background music. sound effects i'm trying yeah. to bring some stuff up now and it's, it's just...
1: The only thing I'll say is the issues are a bit expensive. I mean, they are a bit more pricier than, like, Comicsology. They are. But you're getting a are. ton of extra stuff.
0: I mean, if it makes it... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Red, sure. in your professional opinion, what do you, do you think it enhances the reading experience? Actually, you know what? It does. Especially... It depends
2: on what you're reading. Like I said, I'm reading the Star Trek. And so, when you have... Uh, the the transporter sounds mixed with maybe the um, medical equipment sounds and the sounds of the warp core revving up and things like that while you're reading it it kind of makes it really cool I you know I feel like I'm in I get really in that Star Trek mood you know back when I was a kid you know watching the original series and here I'm reading this stuff and I'm getting those great sound effects you know in mixed into it it does enhance it I haven't tried any of the other stuff yet but for, at least for um uh, Star Trek, yes, it is well worth the time and effort and
0: money. Oh, very cool! So, yes, so
1: yeah, cool. I read um, Injustice on Made Fire. Mm-hmm. It was super cool because they've got great background music and just really added to it yeah what else have you been reading red what's uh what's the image book that's on your brain this well,
2: week well like i mentioned earlier in the podcast i want to talk a little about god country now no, you said you'd read it but uh, uh rusting tap you guys haven't read it yet right that is no. correct sir i've seen the
3: cover i haven't okay
2: read well it. my job right now is to sell you on it okay okay and i'm gonna let you know there's no carnies so <laughs> <Bang>. <laughs> i'm out i'm out sorry <laughs> yeah I know. no yeah. no pink pandas you, either no, pink no pink pandas. Pandas. game no, right there no. but let me throw in some of the stuff that I know the b- both of you like. For instance, it takes place in this wonderful, beautiful realm of Texas.
3: Okay. Yeah. We well, you know Rusty all likes right. that, so yeah. I like Texas. You <laughs> uh-huh. got me so far.
2: Yep. And mixed with that, you know, you have some texas hurricanes that are dropping out demonic demons from hell. All right, I'm sold. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know, all
0: right?
4: I, I, knew, I knew that. Would, I knew that
2: point would sell you. I knew that point would sell you. And so you have now this this guy, and I don't want to spoil too much of the story, who ends up getting a hold of this mystical uh, sword, this really cool uh, blade that is made out of celestial bronze, also known as Excalibur. The sword that is has the power of every sword ever made. But another sword wants it. Uh, another sword... Another another person wants this, and so happens to be a person, let's say, from uh, maybe like a demonish type of person from uh, the cosmic universe. Okay. So it has some cosmic mixed into it.
0: Well, That's you know, good. you got rusty yes. sold now. You got Texas and cosmic rusty sold. <laughs> yeah, I
3: know, right? <laughs> Space and Texas.
2: Yes. Yeehaw. Yeah, and like I can say it is very, very well written. It's written by uh, Donnie uh, uh, Cates. Um, like I say, when it's already gone in third printing, it is wonderful. It is great. You gotta love it. Um, I it's a two issues out so far, guys. Pick it up. I think I think you two
3: will both enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I will. I'll have to look I into will. It. Almost, I know where a copy Yeah, is. I do too. I will most definitely be looking into it. Yeah.
3: So, to be honest with y'all, I haven't gone and picked up my pool list in two weeks. Okay, <laughs> which is weird. So I'm not up to date on current Marvel stuff. Which is what's going on. That's weird. But my current fascination, as you know, has been horror comics and monster stuff. And I am way, way into uh, Vault of Horror now by EC Comics from 1950. Um, I think I'm on issue 20, 21 or something like that. And I've just been like going 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 with it and all of it's still really really great especially from the time period you know thinking it's from 1950 1951 you know you're kind of like oh well you know maybe it's irrelevant to now but even now the stories still hold up really well and I think the main thing is is the nostalgia behind them where you read a story from it and I mean I'll go and look it up usually to see if it's based off of anything but that's not based off of anything from 1950 and then you'll like be like well this kind of reminds me of this TV show, episode or you know this and it's like i wonder where they got this from you know and um it's interesting uh especially some of the stuff that you could tell that comic books are like influenced by especially since it was a comic book so early especially like 60s 70s like marvel and just being like okay i've seen this story somewhere before and then going back and being like oh they're redoing it that's what it really is but uh Yeah, I've been stuck on these EC comics lately, guys. They've been really, really good. I'm about to start Tales from the Crypt from 1950. Mm, And, um, yeah, I think I might even try to go into the Suspend Tales and stuff. Uh, Tales of Suspense? No, 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 no. uh, Suspend Tales. As funny as that is, 1950 EC Comics, Mm. Suspend Tales. Suspend Tales. I'm going to check that (laughs) one out. Yeah, and um, basically it's almost like the same thing as uh, Vault of Horror and Tales from the Crypt. Except they just had all three titles running at one time, basically doing the same stories. So they're just pumping out so many ideas, they needed more comics to uh, put out the stories, hmm. which is cool.
1: So you've basically read more EC than you have Invincible at this point. <laughs> uh,
3: almost. I've uh, read 30 <clears throat> issues of Invincible. <laughs> I've only read 20, 21 issues of EC.
1: Well... Text-wise, text there's way more text in the EC than... That's the, probably mm-hmm. true. That's,
3: <laughs> that's probably very true. And we've been talking about yeah, Invincible so. for the course of two years? Year and a half at least. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like that. I'm, I'm still getting there. I will say this, though. I did go back and read, or I started, I guess, um, a Marvel title. Um, I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the uh, Cable series from the 90s where there's just like a million <laughs> issues and yeah. they, a billion books that are worth nothing. But yeah. Um, yeah, I started the Cable Essential Volume 2, which starts from issue, I think, six of that Cable series. And um, I've only read one or two issues from it, but I've never read into the Cable Solo series before. And y'all know I'm a big Cable fan and Mutant fan. So, well, we'll see where this goes
1: yeah i read the I read the first issue of like the nineties ongoing yeah couldn't finish it yeah it's I couldn't just finish the way first too either it's way too much. there's just so much going on. i'm yep. like I have no idea who anyone here is. I don't know what's going on, and it's not penetrable like you can't just jump in. you have to go and read everything mm-hmm. start from the beginning.
3: See, the thing is, you know, I, I mean, I have my background in cable and everything, but just <laughs> the, the it was too much for me, too. I'm going to give you that. Yeah. Um, jumping in from issue one, I couldn't do it. And also, I felt like it was kind of drawn out, and there wasn't a lot going on. So that's why I decided yeah. to jump into volume two first, since it only started at issue six. Um, and there's a lot more already going on, and I, it still was pretty easy to pick up. So. Um I know me and you know. uh share some things. So if you get the chance, uh try the volume 2 essential for it. It's like a complete will, I'll, version.
1: I'll take your word for it.
3: Yeah, it's a, it started off a lot better than issue 1. <laughs> <laughs> so um I guess guys, is there anything else that y'all have read or is or is this it? Well, aside
0: from our Reever Must... stuff that we read every week,
2: I'll admit, I've gone through five novels this last week, if that counts. <laughs> I got stuck into the Percy Jackson stuff, and I went through two, uh, three, four, and five. Had a really, really enjoyed those novels.
0: So you said you were missing two, right? Is that what you said um, earlier in one of the... I'm, I'm, mis- I'm missing uh, number two for my collection, but I did purchase it off of uh, Kindle. Gotcha. So So are you collecting certain editions on these? Because you had quite the collection on on the collector's room. So I'm just curious. Actually,
2: I I do like to pick up first edition of books. And um, my daughter and I talked about and decided we want all the first editions to the Percy Jackson series. Well, actually, not just Percy Jackson. All of the Rick Riordan uh, books that he's done. So we've been working together, finding those and getting them. And we're just down to basically only two first editions left to get. One is Percy Jackson number two. Which it, it seems to be a tough one to get. We only found one eBay auction for it at fifty dollars. We're just not ready to spend that much
0: money for it. And, How do you uh, know if it's a first, first edition? P- I, I don't know. I'm not like a novel collector, so I guess I don't know.
2: <laughs> um, basically in the in the page where it gives you all the information about uh when the, the year was made, all that good stuff, uh, Library Congress um code number, it'll say first edition right in there, or first printing
5: actually. Oh, gotcha.
2: So yeah, you just look for the first printing and that's it.
5: Well, there you go. So yeah very
3: cool
2: it is so until next week gentlemen
3: and be sure to check us out on facebook twitter and see what's going on with four guys in a comic okay give us a like give us a uh, follow and also check out our youtube page because we have a lot of cool videos and stuff starting to go on there all right guys we'll see you next time